Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. My name is Kevin A.C. Padres beat writer for the Union Tribune. Jay Posner, my boss, uh, sports editor of the Union Tribune. Jay, the Arizona Diamondbacks are coming to town. That's something we've been waiting for for a long time. We finally got past that Dodgers series. <laughs> now we give the fans really what they want. A three-game yeah. weekend series with, with Arizona, which is just beyond awful. Should give a quick shout out to our intern, Kevin Reynolds. I know you you like his first name. I think that's why he got hired. Mm. Writing some uh, plenty of stuff for us this summer, including uh, statistical stuff on the Padres at the start of every series. But today we had him write about just how bad the Diamondbacks are. And so uh, check that out online. And uh, we even put it in the paper uh, today. And uh, the, the bottom line is they're really bad. They're historically bad. They've lost 36 of their last 40 games bad. And it doesn't mean they can't come in here this weekend, win two out of three, but they haven't done it to anybody in a long time. So uh, we'll see. But, you know, Merrill Kelly, I know, pitches tomorrow. At times, have struggled against him. Uh, Zach Gallen is a good pitcher on uh, Sunday. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. But certainly, Kevin, the Padres are on a roll ever since Petco Park opened up full capacity. Padres are 7-0. and Somebody should have thought of this sooner. <laughs> Dang, California, man, they never would have gone into that funk and people would have been, you know, jumping off the bandwagon. And right, now, right. man, yeah. And by the way, the way you started, it, it reminded me that we do have to shout out the crowds. I mean, look, the Padres are 7-0 and on this homestand because, oh my goodness, they're hitting the ball out of the park. Uh, it's like yeah, Clayton Kershaw that. said, when they, it's not like they were crushing, other than Julio Arias, it's not like they were crushing Kershaw or, or Bauer, except for when they were crushing them. They were hitting the ball out of right. the park when they right. got hit. And their pitching has maintained, especially their starting pitching, has been really good. Their defense, phenomenal. And so that's why they're winning. But you know what? Three weekday sellouts, even with the Dodgers here, even with 20 to maybe 25% on that last night being Dodgers fans, that's impressive. And and the t- and they were into it. And it was uh, it was exciting. Hey, it was exciting for the Red Series. Uh, this is an absolutely fantastic uh, atmosphere. Well, the dog is certainly excited. Well, about, we have so uh, much going on at my house today. We got so much going on at my house today. This dog is losing its mind. It's, it's, I don't have any idea what's going on. I can't even talk to her anymore. Uh, but, yeah. but anyway, the, the, yeah, the crowds, I, I was there Tuesday and Wednesday uh, in the crowd. And a couple of things I noticed. One, how, uh, as you said, people are really into the games. Yes. Um uh, except for when, of course, by the sixth inning, people get bored and have to do the wave, which I'll never understand, but whatever. Hey, come um, on, now let's do a sidebar. If <laughs> fans enjoy it, but what I, is the media's I, problem with the wave? If fans enjoy I'm not, it. I'm not talking as a media member. I'm talking as a fan. I wasn't there as a media member. I, I'm <laughs> talking as a fan. I don't put it this way. I don't get it. Let's, I'll just leave it at that. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of okay. things I don't get. That is one I do not. Okay, get. if you're going to anyway, go as a if you're going to go as a as a uh, fan and you're that's going to be your opinion, I have to respect it. Paying, I don't understand why the media. I don't understand right. why the media hates the the wave so much. Anyway, go on, Jay. P- paying customer, I can express my opinion about that and and about the video <laughs> and about the video board. Um, the other thing about the the fans was. They did not leave early. Yes, and and that was and that applies to fans. Impressive. I mean, I, I know about oh, Dodger Stadium fans leave early. You know what? Petco Park fans usually leave early too. But at this particular moment in time, the two games where I was on Tuesday and Wednesday, I mean, it was 
it was almost as full. And I'm not saying people, some people didn't leave because right, I course. mean, and people have legitimate reasons for leaving. I mean, the, <laughs> the game ended at 10:40 on Wednesday night. That's that's a little late. Um, another reason to have 6:40 starting times. Uh, we'll go on about that. You're someday. right. But Very the, impressive. But, but the fans stayed until the end of the game. And, you know, of course, they knew that Mark Melanson was going to walk the tightrope both of those nights, Tuesday and Wednesday, and um, got bailed out with a couple of good defensive plays. Uh, Will Myers on Tuesday, Manny Machado with his, you know, 86th and 87th great plays of the week on uh, on Wednesday. You wrote about that today as defense. But anyway, you're right. The fans were great, and they stayed till the end, and they were loud, and they were loud at the right times. And it was it was fun. I don't know what this weekend will be like. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't think it would be quite as intense against the Diamondbacks, but who knows? I mean, the Padres have won seven in a row, and and if they they've already had one nine game winning streak this season, so I, I'm sure the people will be into it if uh, if that happens. And and I think I know there's a, a giveaway on on Saturday night and kids stuff on Sunday. So I, I would expect and hope that the crowds would be large again this weekend. Well, I'll tell you this, um, for the Padres' sake, I hope that fans still want to come out to watch them win and, and you know, ver- despite who they're playing. Because over the next 50 games, they have two home games against the team that currently has a winning record, and it's the Oakland A's. In their right. next 50 games, their 50 games overall, they have seven games against teams that currently have winning records. So um, I hope wins excite you versus uh, just, you know, who the opponent is. Uh, And and I'm being somewhat facetious. I think they do. This crowd, whatever it is, if the Padres are up nine to zero, this crowd will be bloodthirsty for them to go up 12 to zero. That's uh, that's not. And then they can and then they can do at nine zero. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's a timing thing that I can partially understand. Uh, There was one the other night I thought was odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's like right okay. in the middle of this tight, intense yeah. game, okay. two rivals. And it's like, okay, let's do the way. But anyway, right. um, so it was, you know, as you mentioned why the Padres were winning. I mentioned Machado, um, hmm. who's been hot offensively, but especially defensively. Uh, Jake Cronenworth, same way, especially offensively. I mean, three straight home runs uh, in, against Arias, Kershaw, and Bauer. So a, a tremendous series for uh, for him. I mentioned the Will Myers uh, play, Fernando Tatis, uh, struggling at times, but, you know, such a danger when he uh, when he comes up. Tommy Pham continues to get on base. Trent Grisham struggling since he's been coming back, but I guess understandable after being away. And the Padre pitching, as you mentioned, was outstanding. They did not allow more than three runs in any of the three games against the Dodgers who have a, you know, pretty good offense. I mean, I, I know, you know, there was no Muncie and Bellinger one night. There was no Bellinger one night. There was no Mookie one night, but you know, look, teams are going to struggle. The Dodgers are still, we're still entered the series second in major league baseball in run scored and the Padres, you know, shut them down three games in a row. It, it does, you know, look, the Padres have been without guys. I don't know that they've been without Mookie Betts, uh, Cody Bellinger, uh, you know, but uh, Corey, Corey Seager, Corey, Max yeah, Corey, Se- Corey Seager. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there were some moments where you said, Oh, this guy would be up now. And yeah. it's not. Yeah. And, and hey, whatever. There's times where other teams didn't have to face Fernando Tatis Jr. Or, uh, you know, Trent Grisham. So, or Machado or, or Manny Machado. Machado for seven days. So, right. Right. So yeah. it's the same thing. I mean, Matt, it's funny, Matt Beatty in right field, they were all talking after that the game. Oh, Mookie would have made that play late in the game. 
Matt Beatty made a tremendous play earlier in the game, a much tougher ball, and then that, that one was easier, and he and he kind of muffed it. But, you know, if that happens, it's a it long happens. season. You're going to have games where you got to have your – we've talked before, you're going to have to have bench guys, you know, step step up for you, and, and the Dodgers have had that for most of the year. But the Padres are 7-3 and three against the Dodgers this year. You know, wow. should not lose that, that fact that that's happened, and I believe the Dodgers won the first two. So the Dodge, the Padres have won what is it now seven out of eight against the uh, against the Dodgers, who they won't see for two for two months now. Which it, it's such a letdown that uh, you know that we went two months without seeing Padres Dodgers. We got three games, and now we go another two months. That was the 50-game mark that I was talking about. I just had right. to, you know, right. it's not like I picked 50 games. I was like, oh, Dodgers <laughs> next. Okay, well, who do they play? Holy smokes, this is going to be incredible uh, with a lot of time off, too. you got the all-star break. You've got, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the schedule normalizes for the Padres uh, here. So I think it's an important time of the of the season. I have not looked and seen who the Giants have played and who they play coming up. But, I mean, this is an opportunity for the Padres. This is right. an opportunity. I think the Giants and Dodgers actually play each other this next week. Uh, I'm not sure which which ballpark, but they play each other. The Giants, I believe, have some tougher games coming up. And then again, it's hard to it's, it's really kind of hard to tell in the National League. There aren't a lot of great teams right. in the National League right now. I mean, the Cubs aren't even trying to win this year, or at least they weren't. And they're um, what six uh, over high, or something? Uh, Forty-two and thirty-three. Well, that doesn't. Oh. Uh, it might even be forty-three. And they're they're in first place uh, in the central, yeah. along with Milwaukee. Through through a combined no hitter last night against the uh, against the Dodgers, who clearly could not get over the the sweep. At the, it happens uh, at the hands <laughs> of, of the Padres. We saw we saw that the Padres will uh, will have Paddock and Lamette and Darvish. Uh, pitching against uh, Arizona, which which means that Blake Snell will not pitch at Petco, where he has been really really good this um, year, and it means his next start is in a band will box come in a band box in Cincinnati. So that will be something that we can talk about on Tuesday when you get there, and we'll we'll set up that. This hot lava Padres podcast segment is brought to you by Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Located in Escondido and serving the San Diego community for over 60 years. Are you waiting for a great reason to buy a new car? How about because, um, baseball? So what is a great opening day special? How about 0% APR for 48 months on new 2021 Ram 1500s, Dodge Chargers, Jeep Compass, and Jeep Grand Cherokees? That's a great reason and a great deal. But do you also need a great place? That's easy. Come to Jack Powell Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Escondido, San Diego, where we make shopping easy. Find these deals during the Ram Spotlight Sales Event. This weekend is uh, is big. We also find out on Sunday about the All-Star voting, which I, I didn't think it was possible for Major League Baseball to mess up the All-Star game any more than it has. And yet they've messed up the voting and they messed up the uniforms, uh, as, as I'm sure people saw, and put those uniforms out there. That One of the great things about the All-Star game was every guy wore his uniform and you got to see all the uniforms. And sometimes that wasn't always so great with the Padres, but now here are the Padres with these, you know, shiny new uniforms that they have yet to show off at an All-Star game. And Fernando Tatis and whoever else has to go out there wearing this. I don't even know what you, what is that that they came up with? Team USA? I mean, something, uh, something like that. Those are just, those are just terrible. And the voting 
it used to be you did, and I don't know when this changed because I've rarely paid attention to it, but the voting has this phase one and phase two now. So Fernando Tatis Jr. has all these votes. He'd be well on his way to starting in the for the National League. The first Padre that would be voted in to start since Tony Gwynn back in 99. But the voting starts over again on Sunday. Three guys, it'll be him and Baez, and I can't remember who's, uh, who's in third. And he starts at zero. So it's like all these people who have been voting, probably seven, eight, ten million people who have cast ballots for Tatis, their votes are basically just tossed out the window. And uh, everything starts anew, and so Padre fans will have to uh, will have to vote again to get Tatis into the into the starting lineup. And and he is he clearly deserves to start. And you wrote in your newsletter today. You made the case for Jake Cronenworth uh, yeah. as another guy who probably won't start, won't get a chance to start, but certainly belongs on the team. I think that's where it. That's probably where it ends, and I think it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, it's funny. Like, it's it's sort of like um, the other day I was talking to Will Myers about how they finish against the Dodgers and the Giants. They play the Dodgers and Giants 19 times in the final 35 games of the season. And he's like, yeah, I think we've done that before. It's just none of us cared, right? Uh, <laughs> it matters now because <laughs> they're right. No, but he didn't say use the word care. He just, you know, said, we, he said something else and it was probably worse. Uh, but right, but uh, right. it's the all-star game. It's like, you know what? Some, something that like is happening to Jake Cronenworth where there's a danger he won't even go to the all-star game and he has mm-hmm. zero chance to start um, because of the fan voting that happens every single year to a couple sure. guys where the best sure. players are left out, but it doesn't happen to Padres position players because <laughs> <laughs> they're not the guys. And this year, Jake Cronenworth darn well deserves to at least be, you know, in the discussion for starting, but Whatever. I, I don't see how his peers or Major League Baseball, if he continues to play over the next uh, several days, I don't see how his peers or Major League Baseball uh, don't put him in, in Colorado. He is up there as the leader or one of the leaders, and I think he's on his way to possibly a gold glove as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, truly one of the – gosh – and, and, and the other thing, you speak about the fans, he's turning into a fan favorite and not just like when he comes up for, you know, or hits a home run. I've seen more Cronenworth jerseys, mm-hmm. um, Cronenworth signs. Um, and that's kind of cool because, like, what's he done except play really good baseball, you know? Right, right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and talk about a guy that, like, you know, we all knew Fernando Tatis was coming up through the system. Yeah. Pe- people knew who Manny Machado was yeah. when he got to the Padres. Jake Cronenworth was literally, at least to all of us, he was like a throw-in in the Tommy Pham deal. You know, it was Tommy Pham, and the Padres gave up Hunter Renfro, and then they traded these minor league guys. Uh, was Xavier Edwards, I think, went to went to Tampa, and the Padres got back, uh, you know, to quote A.J. Pollock, that Cronenworth guy. And uh, nobody knew who this guy was, and, and he, has, he has become a favorite because of how he's performed. Yes. Uh, and he does seem to have and there's a little bit of uh, he's got a little bit of swag to him uh, he, as well. And sort of a kind of a down home Michigan Midwest kind of, hockey player kind of, kind of way. Right. Yeah. Mid, right. Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, so it's it's worked out great for him. I know Jeff Sanders was talking about writing tonight about some of the other chances for guys uh, to be Obviously considered for the all star game there. Yeah. I mean, you Darvish, you would think would be a, a strong candidate joe Joe numbers if you take away his win-loss record um 
I, I was looking at the scoreboard when he was pitching the other night, and I think at one point it was something like a hundred and a hundred strikeouts and seventeen walks, or maybe it's even more than more strikeouts than that. But it was a remarkable number in his ERA. I think it went from two two to two three. You know, when he gave up the one earned run. The and he got night. out of it, and it's two 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 now. So okay, yeah. Go. So he's been uh, he's been he's been excellent, and he'll have um, I guess two more starts probably before the uh, before the the, ga- the, the t- ga- teams are 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 announced. And and I do think, look, not everybody who deserves to go to the All Star game right. goes to the All Star game. I, I I have never been one of those people that gets all you know worked up about it. About, but it's now interesting I, for us. It, it's interesting <laughs> for us, and I and I I do think that the idea about what they do with the voting um, is 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 worth. I mean, if you're going to have the fans vote, then let the fans vote. Don't just sort of stop the voting and say, "Oh, okay, we're going to start over again." To uh, just think about to, to create more interest, Jay. I just think about this is how far we've come, right? I should have wrote that about this in the newsletter too. Like my first two years back doing baseball, right? And I'm covering the Padres. And and so the first year is like, what's the big deal? Well, okay, Brad Hand's going to go because, you know, the Padres send a closer every year because that's right, what you do right. when you stink. Uh, <laughs> but it was like this, oh, it's Kirby Yates. Kirby Yates deserves to go. He's right. been great as a setup guy. You know, <laughs> and like that's what we were concerned about the first couple of years. So it is kind of neat to actually – be a little bit, you know, ink, have a little angst about which Padres are going to be in the All-Star game. <laughs> right, right. And I, I think it'll be fun for fans and certainly be fun for fans on Twitter to be able to go crazy about uh, the people who do get who do get left out. So anyway, did we have anything else that we uh, needed? They're playing we the Diamondbacks, know? Jay. Come on now. <laughs> that, that we, and we wrote a lot about the Dodger sweep and it was big. And, and the thing is, as we mentioned, now's the time to keep that going where I almost said momentum, but you know, I wouldn't do that, but they need to, they need to keep on a roll here with the, with the schedule, the way that it is. And, and as we know, some of those teams that they play are going to be playing well uh, at the, at the time, but you know, the Reds and the Dodgers came in here and were playing well also. So uh, should be another fun weekend, three games out there before the Padres go on the road for, uh, for a week. So we hope everybody enjoys enjoys the weekend, gets out to the ballpark to see a game in person. If you haven't had the chance yet, it's a lot different than you might remember. The games actually matter now and it's, and people care and they're into the game. And it's, uh, I got to say, it's fun to be out there. That's really cool. You say that guy, people, that's an endorsement. Jay goes to a lot of games as a fan sits among the people. And, you know, from my perch, it, I absolutely agree. But, but for Jay to say that after all these years, I mean, it really, if you haven't been, honestly, we're not selling anything for the Padres, but uh, <laughs> Jay's shaking his head. If you're not watching no, this, I, I, uh, not, not, not at all. I just, but like it's said, about I, enjoying I mean, it. Right. And I there went for go. years because I enjoyed baseball. I didn't, you know, yeah, the Padres were crappy, but it didn't really, it wasn't why I went to games yes. uh, was whether the Padres were good or not. But if you've been waiting to go to a game because you wanted the Padres to be good, now they're good. And it is as fun as you probably thought that it would be if the Padres ever got good. Thanks everybody for joining us. 